Hi friends, welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the network of growth and transformation presents SOS for Leaders, where your host, Taiwana Wilson, will be sharing leadership and personal growth strategies. Let's jump right in. Welcome to another episode of SOS for Leaders. I am your leadership mentor and host, Taiwana Wilson. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'm so glad you landed on this podcast. If you could do me a favor and share it out with somebody who could benefit from hearing these bite-sized leadership strategies that you can use in both your personal and professional life. Let's jump right into today's episode. I'm excited to talk about this topic. We are continuing into our mentorship series and just talking about those things that makes for a good mentoring relationship, what makes for a good mentor. And as you all know that know me, know that I'm passionate about mentoring and it really is a non-negotiable that everybody needs a mentor in some form and at some point in their life. Most times when we think about mentoring, we always think about the work aspect of it and a mentoring helping with career, but really it's not just about the work. You can find mentors in a variety of situations, whether there's youth mentors that work with our kids, our teens, our youth, our elementary school kids, there's couple mentors that work with couples and marriages. There's also mentors in various capacities, especially when it comes to learning life skills and finding success in various ways of our lives. So we find mentors really in everything that we do. We have our business mentors as well that helps the business owners. So mentorship, again, is a non-negotiable. There's this quote by Oprah Winfrey that says, mentors help you find that hope inside yourself. And I believe that to be true. I think mentors find that something special in you that you might not find in yourself or see in yourself. But when we think about these mentors, everybody's not meant to be teaching and mentoring. Let's be clear and, and, and let's be honest and real. Some people should not be trying to mentor somebody and it doesn't mean not ever. Maybe it could just be not now. And when we think about these people who are mentoring and teaching others to succeed, there are some basic traits or qualities that you really need to have to be a good mentor or trainer to help somebody else succeed. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So if you want to be a good mentor, good trainer, one, you need to have a desire to help somebody. You know, the very fact that you're interested in helping somebody is a good place to start. It's actually a great place to start. And it might be safe to assume that you've already given some guidance to somebody or some mentoring to somebody in, in some capacity in the past, which is great. Any way that you've been able to help others with their, just say, homework, if they are a student or put in some extra time in to help somebody uh, that's on your team is also 
awesome. But having that desire to help, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you know you don't have time, you don't have the desire, your heart isn't there, but you take on a mentee because they are really counting on you and looking for you to help them find that hope inside of their cell. So you have to have the desire to want to help. You got to have a positive attitude. Mentors take on many roles and being a cheerleader is one. And when you are a mentor, you can't help but to cheer on those around you and encourage those around you because you want to help them succeed. You want them to succeed. And that's just a part of the process and a part of who you are, having that positive attitude. And so that's another thing you have to look inside yourself and see, do I have a positive attitude? It's funny when I talk to one of my mentors, especially when we have our accountability calls, and I always ask, how are you doing today? He said, I'm great. I'm always great. And that doesn't change. It doesn't change, you know, whether it's a hectic day, whether it's a stressful day. Every time that I get on the, the phone with him or Zoom meeting, it's always I'm having an awesome day. I'm always having an awesome day. And I appreciate that, especially if I'm not having such a good day. It really turns my day around and make me think like, you know, I woke up today. I, I'm having a good day, too. Now that I think about it. And so having that positive attitude. Another trait is that you're real. I mean, you're meant counseling you to be real. A good mentor doesn't put on a false face and making it seem like everything is okay when it's not. You're honest about some of the challenges that you face and how you handle them. This could be some of your failures. This could be some of your wins. I have a mentee a team that I actually coach. She's one of my coaching clients. And the last time that we met a few weeks ago, I was not having a good day in that I had, uh, everything was going wrong earlier that week. Well, it wasn't even that day. It was earlier that week. I had a presentation and it just seems like things were not lining up. It was like, my preparation wasn't good. My technology wasn't working in my favor. And it's funny when I was meeting with my mentee and we were having our coaching session, uh, she was talking about her day and she was talking about some of the things that uh, didn't go right. And she was kind of disappointed in whatever it was that she was going through that particular day. And, you know, and she was kind of beating herself up. And so I shared with her that, you know, it's a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. It happens. I shared with her how I just had encountered that very thing where I was beating myself up for something that, you know, I, I prepared, but then things still didn't work out. And then I felt kind of, you know, I just felt terrible. And, you know, instead of sugarcoating it and making it seem like things are always going to work out well and things are always going to be good, you have to have those real candid conversations with those that you are mentoring. And, and that was one of those moments that I was able to share with her. You know, I had just the same thing that just happened to me uh, just that same week. And so it allowed our coaching session that day to, to start off in a positive way that it's OK. It's OK when things don't work out. You can recover. You can rebound and it's fine. 
So you want to make sure that you're good and you're not putting up that false face uh, for your mentee. So being real. Another trait is making sure that you're a good listener when you're teaching or mentoring is crucial to be more interested in hearing what the other person has to say versus speaking for yourself, because it's, it's really not about you. It's about them. And after all, how can you help somebody? Well, if you think about it, how can you help somebody if you have no idea what help they need because you're busy talking? And so by being an active listener, you'll discover what the other person needs. I say this all the time that if you just listen, if you just listen, people will tell you what you need to know. If you listen to people, they'll tell you exactly how they're feeling. They will tell you what you need, but you have to listen. So listen to understand versus listen to respond. So being a good listener, if you know that you're not a good listener, being a trainer, teacher, mentor is probably not the best fit for you. Be compassionate. If you're the kind of person who can leave judgment at the door and be open minded, then yes, you are ready to help somebody be successful. You will be a good trainer, teacher and mentor. So making sure that you're being compassionate about really wanting to help people and having that open mind and leaving that judgment at the door. I mean, after all, that's why they came to you to be their mentor or to be their trainer or to be their teacher. You have to know how to set boundaries. This is a big one, setting those boundaries. You can't help others if you're going to be drawn into, you know, dramas. You know, sometimes our, our mentees or our, our people that we're teaching, they may have a little bit of drama. And so you have to be able to set those boundaries and set those expectations. You know, there comes a point when you need to keep yourself emotionally engaged engaging in somebody else's uh, crisis or whatever, keeping yourself from being emotion emotionally engaged. Because if you get so tied into it, then here you are not able to be a help because now you are so emotionally entangled into the drama that might be ensuing. So making sure that you are keeping those boundaries and keeping a distance where it matters and protect your own mental health. Because as they tell you on the airplane, put your mask on first. So in order to be able to help others, you have to be able to put on your ma your mask. And then the last thing that I'll talk about in this particular episode of those traits that you want to have to be a good mentor, a good trainer, a good teacher is sometimes you're going to have to be honest. So you have to be good at awkward conversations, being honest. It's not always easy to tell someone when they're wrong or to offer genuine criticism, but being able to do so in a tactful way, that is a strength and it's a superpower. So don't be afraid to use it of being able to, to be honest with someone. I, I once had somebody that I was training and there was some negative uh, feedback about the person in the work environment. It was somebody that I was mentoring and the, the negative feedback was, was in regards to the way that they smelled and it had to do with their diet. They changed their diet 
and it was offensive to some of the colleagues. And so, but they didn't want to say anything to the person, but they were not really pleased with the the unpleasant uh, smell. And so being honest and having that conversation with that young lady, uh, of bringing it to her attention, not in a way that, you know, ooh, you you smell terrible or the people in the lab are, are talking about you or any way that was going to make her feel uncomfortable, but just, you know, having that awareness of, have you changed up your diet or anything recently? Uh, and then, it, you know, it came out that, yeah, I did change up my diet. I started eating more fish and, you know, I'm not drinking as much water and things of that nature. And then, you know, just having that conversation that, you know, that it could be coming out uh, in her pores and, you know, things like that. And so being able to have those awkward conversations, being able to be honest uh, with people. And, and one of the things that the young lady said was, you know, I did notice something different, uh, but I wasn't sure if other people could smell it or not. And, you know, it was just an observation that, you know, I put myself in, in her in her particular situation. I was like, yeah, I can smell that you changed up your diet and it, you know, may not be as pleasant. And so that might be something you want to be mindful of. And so that was something brought to her awareness versus saying, well, people in the department are saying it's not pleasant, uh, you know, it's funky or anything like that. So being able to have those awkward conversations. So if you are a person that think you want to train or mentor somebody, start off with these traits of, you know, having a desire to want to help, having a positive attitude. Being a a real person and being honest and and sharing your experiences, being a good listener, having compassion, knowing how to set boundaries so that you preserve your own mental health and not getting soaked up in any drama that might ensue. And also being good at having awkward conversations because it's going to come up. All these traits lend themselves towards making you a great person to step into or come alongside somebody who might need a little extra guidance or, or mentoring. So don't be afraid to offer some assistance or volunteer to teach somebody something new because the world needs more people like you, especially if you meet these traits or have these traits. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you look deep inside yourself and see if you have these traits so that you can go out and be a good teacher, trainer, mentor, or give a guidance to other people. If you could do me a favor and share this podcast out with somebody who might need it, you can go to directimpactbroadcasting.com. And I look forward to speaking with you and you hearing another episode. Have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOS for Leaders, where Taiwana shared nuggets of wisdom that you can use to win in life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and connect on LinkedIn. And remember, the secrets of success in your life resides inside of you. When you know what your strengths are, you can utilize them to live an impactful and influential life.